1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On a huge night of European action Celtic are underway in Seville And lead already against Real Betis Rangers have a tricky assignment of their own When Leon visit Ibrox And did you hear the one about the Scotsman Who kept the world's best strike force at bay In the Champions League We'll look back on that as well In the company, as always, on a Thursday night Of Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson A huge night, Gordon, a European football And I looked at the two ties and I thought Oh, I don't know if the Two teams can expect much But Celtic in Spain Are on the front foot They've already scored And by far the better team Probably unlucky Not to be more ahead And later on Rangers will face a Leon side That are up there with Champions League teams in Europe And it'll be a tough test So looking forward to that one also Yeah it was an anxious few moments That the Celtic fans and managers And players had to wait Gordon to the referee check VAR But uh, well done to them It stood It's end to end game This it really is uh, This will not be a 1-0 tonight I think Celtic have started brilliantly But what a threat uh, The home side is as well So Joe Hart's been called into question Couple of good saves Terrific start to a game Yeah Joe Hart just oh, making oh. The, the second Of a couple of good saves there And I wonder if Celtic Have got a problem here Because Ismail Asoro Has already been booked And the referee Played the advantage On that occasion but I think he's given the benefit of the doubt to Has he? No. Oh, he's gone into the pocket again The Betis players are protesting Very much so uh, Sorrow, I mean th- <laughs> That looks like a second booking Let's be honest uh, I'd be surprised if he stays on this um, But the referee played the advantage Fakir went through Rattled one with the left foot Which was a strong save From Joe Hart so we're just waiting to see what the referee does here The Betis player Well no, Ishmael Asoro stays on The Betis players are furious Mark Wilson <laughs> Well he's very lucky I mean his tackle moments ago To get a yellow card I thought was a bit naughty You know, over over the top uh, Onto the Betis player's ankle So definitely a yellow card for that one I think he's very fortunate There Betis breaking Soro just tries to break up the play And bundles into him And then the other time That is a yellow card So Celtic very fortunate But they're on the Attack again And like that says This is end to end What an entertaining Man, start Man my question Before we go well, here Well I stop for breath And actually tell people How they get in touch With the show And so on It's just a very frantic start <laughs> This is what happens On a live night Of European action uh, It's 0141 Please pick up the phone And get in touch With Gordon DL Or Mark Wilson You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB Celtic fans If you can tear yourself Away from uh, the nervousness of watching this end-to-end stuff We'd love to hear from you You'll have a nice wee window at half-time to pick up the phone And even after the game as well And Rangers fans, it's a traditional build-up for you Are you going along to the game tonight? It'd be great to hear from you If you're on your way to Ibrox Or you're in the car Or you'll be watching it at home Pick up that phone and let us know how you're feeling What team would you pick? What's the best team that Stephen Gerrard can pick To try and win this game tonight? How tough a test Will it be 01419511025 Celtic do lead by a goal to nil It was an Albion a Yeti goal Gordon it was actually a terrific build up A wonderful pass from David Turnbull Jota does brilliantly Crosses it in And eventually the ball Sort of cleared off of a Yeti He maybe doesn't know a great deal about it initially There was suspicion of a handball It went to VAR But the goal stands And Celtic lead I think you've got to give Celtic a lot of credit Gordon They're away from home They've been in the front foot They really have They've attacked uh, Betis They've got the reward Jota who played left wing 
uh, at the weekend He's been shifted over there because of obviously personnel Montgomery's went to the left, gives a balance I thought terrific wing play As a winger, when you face up to a defender Get by him, cause him a problem And he whips a wonderful ball in Causes panic in the mm. defence Comes off a Yeti Balls in the back of it, Celtic, I've got that one goal to hang on to. Mark Wilson, we said before the game, Celtic were going to be bang up against it because Real Betis are a good side. It's away from home. Then you add in Furuhashi missing and Callum McGregor missing and Greg Taylor missing and the list goes on. Did anyone expect that a quarter of the way through the game Celtic will have had 60-something percent of the ball and be a goal <laughs> I, to the good? I don't think so. I mean, when I looked at the starting lineup, I thought, OK, it's, it's fine going forward, but there's maybe holes uh, in it from a defensive point of view. And then the bench looks, you know, if it's not gone right, where does Ange Postecoglou turn to? But the way they've started this game, firmly in control, you know, free-flowing, committing bodies forward. OK, Joe Hart has had two good saves, but... Ange Postecoglou will be delighted how his team started this and they look like they could score again when they go forward as I say another yeah, David uh, yeah. Turnbull hits one deflected I think out for a corner um, Ange Postecoglou will be delighted Gordon this doesn't mean Celtic will go on and win they may not they, they, they look Betis like a, a dangerous side but I, I'm, I'm thinking back to the last few nights in the show everyone said it was going to be right up against it and this is a start I think better than most people expected yeah um, you just wondered if he would ever change his style he's well known now in Scotland for this attacking flowing football once again he's went away from home probably the underdogs Gordon Mark said there about the players that are missing for him key players is mm, Carter Vickers, Vickers yeah, I, I like the, the look of him I'm going to say that right now I like the look of him Um they've really been on the front foot I like Jota in, in the wing uh, I think it was Alex and I were talking at the weekend and uh, we really were impressed with him coming off the left he looks for me just now and I know it's early more comfortable on the right really confident good play with Celtic <sighs> here comes Celtic again they're absolutely rampaging forward here Yeti's through and goal oh, down he penalty. goes that's going to be a penalty yes it is the referee points to the spot David Turnbull slipped it through to Yeti he hurdled the goalkeeper Went down And the referee shows no hesitation In pointing to the spot Will that stand when it's checked by VAR? Yet it does leap up into the air I just wonder if they will check this But what a move from Celtic Look at Tom Rogic here Spinning and putting in uh, a Yeti And then in turn him to Turnbull Turnbull back It's a great move from Defensive third into attacking third A Yeti Oh, there's it's still going to be a contact? penalty though, is it not? Yeah, it's, it's got to be, yeah. yeah, yeah it's got to be. A, Mark Wilson, you hard no, man to no, please. No, I just said that, listen, you never know if you are to check everything. Still, so do you know something? I think a Yeti does brighten it. He's not getting there. That ball's that ball's overweighted from Turnbull. Uh, <laughs> the goalkeeper he's, he's not always going to laugh at the goalkeeper invites, hands up yeah, invites I, I a goalkeeper and I'll tell you what a down getting treatment he's the, he's the only striker left Celtic's bench is incredibly um, and I'm going to say weak and that's not meant to be disrespectful but it's not the type of bench Celtic would want to get into Gordon who takes a penalty a big now? European game well that's it's a great question it might be David Turnbull David these Turnbull, days surely I, th- um, I think the guy lying down must got him to take that well, it looks like he's done his legs and yeah. no, I, I, I would say Turnbull I would trust Turnbull you can trust Turnbull from 25 um, yards out you can surely trust him I'll from tell 12. you who's got the ball Juranovic has the Juranovic. ball in his hands it's wow. an interesting one David Turnbull took Motherwell's penalties for sure um, Odson Edwards gone Ryan Christie's gone Even Cam McGregor would probably take them If he was on the pitch He's taken some in the mm. past So he has um, yeah, But Juranovic right, is going to take the penalty kick Wow uh, that is now, there must, Yeah this obviously must be one of the pre-planned before, things Yeah perhaps. so 
Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't think he's just walked in the door and decided, right, I'm playing the Patriots. <laughs> <Pinterest, laughs> uh, yeah, we're away from home. I'll take this one. Uh, that, what a big moment this is. This is massive. Yeah. You know, 1 0, you're still under a cost. 2, you've certainly got a lot to hang on hang on to. But he's got to put it in the back of the net. And uh, what an opportunity. But I think Celtic deserve us. For mm. 25, 26 minutes, they've been excellent. What a way this would be to introduce yourself fully to the Celtic fans. They've seen a bit of him already, Juranovic, but a chance to get his first goal from the penalty spot. A big moment in the game, this, with 27 minutes on the clock. Celtic with the chance to double their advantage. A long delay as well A home crowd which will be doing its best to put him off No doubt Referee puts whistles to the lips Tells Goal, everybody to stay back right. He steps up Juranovic And he scores with some confidence You have to say Hi into the corner mm-hmm. Fist pump to celebrate Takes the applause of his teammates And Celtic are 2-0 up on Real Betis After 27 minutes It's a remarkable start I mean that's obviously why he takes the penalties He's obviously shown that in training Because there's no mistake He's done that before I think so And what a penalty Has absolutely no chance from the goalkeeper We're seeing the replay again Definitely a penalty But it's the way Celtic carve Betis Oldham Once again And they've done that since the first minute So I think 2-0 is no more Than they actually deserve At this moment in time Don't really save them Gordon well, the goalkeeper guesses the right way. He's fully stretched, Gordon, but you're right. That was a perfect penalty kick. You're not getting mm. there. Terrific, terrific start for Celtic. The most important thing now for them, the next five, ten minutes, so crucial. Don't give away mm. a goal. Right, we're, we're getting used to these Thursday nights. They're a bit hectic. They're a bit all over the place. We've got games kicking off before we come on air. There are games kicking off later on, so... Let's hear from you on the phones 01419511025 Celtic fans What are you making of this so far? If you want to tell us right now That's great If you want to wait to half time No problem at all And Rangers fans Are you on your way to the game? It would be brilliant to hear from you If you're heading to Ibrooks, What are you expecting When you get there? Who would you pick? What is Rangers best team? And I will oh, finish no a sentence way. eventually Celtic are through on goal again Jota lifts it over the keeper And yet he can't keep it alive That should be 3-0 I mean that's, uh, that's The ball chance. from David Turnbull The spin in the middle of the pitch And the ball to put Jota in Is terrific His first touch is great But Just the finish lacking And it should be 3-0 You're right Gordon Right 01419511025 Please pick up the phone Please talk to us And we'll try and not get interrupted again As Real Betis go into the box At the other end This is mad This is mad It's a great tackle uh, From Carter Vickers uh, Quickly let's take a call Before I get distracted mm. John Is in Cumbernauld What are you making of this so far John? Uh, obviously delighted uh, to nothing. I think we could even be missed another great chance mm-hmm. as well. Could have been three nothing. Very impressed with it's kind of been a makeshift team because of the injuries that we've got just now. When the Gregor and for the hash out. Uh, my main point was that it was I d I didn't have much hope that Celtic could get even a draw tonight. Uh, but I was also concerned about something that I've seen on Chris Sutton's Twitter page. Well, let's start with the game first. It makes like the, the obvious place to start, John. Um he said he was sort of fearing the worst, Gordon. Mm. I think that I think everyone can hold their hands up and and admit that. You know, as, as Betty's going to hit, hit the post, yeah. this was meant to be tough on paper, and then they had all the injuries and, mm. and omissions anyway. So this this first half hour surprised everyone. Yeah, I can hear the excitement in John's voice there when he come on, but uh, I think Celtic have really as the start for me gone off in the front foot. I think they've been right at it. They've got Jot into the game early. They've broke on the home side. They've counter attacked brilliantly. Most important thing to get that first goal gave them confidence. It's not finished yet. This is end to end uh, for a neutral. It's a terrific game of football. 
Yeah, I, I'm, but I was the same as John. I was about to hit open the show by saying, you know, it's going to be incredibly tough for Celtic to get out of here, probably a point. Uh, and then you see the way they start the game, even from the first minute, they were, you know, flooding forward in numbers. And the goal came at a good time for them. They've built on that. And I mean, if this is a makeshift team, it, they're performing not too badly and giving Ange Postacoglu something to think about when everyone else is fit. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, the, the thought of Albin Ayeti starting this game, Gordon, would have been highly unlikely. You've got Callum McGregor, the mm. cat, who always plays. He's always there. He's always fit. He's always available. And even guys like Greg Taylor, who you'd imagine would have played. And all of that, because these things happen in football, right? You, you, you get injuries, you get suspensions, and at the moment you get COVID situations. But this Celtic team is a bit threadbare because it's been a summer of change and the, the recruitment isn't done yet. It's going to take a few windows. So for all of those people to be missing, uh, as they concede And it's now Betty's one mm. Celtic two This is frantic This is yeah, incredible Yeah, yeah. Um, We're going to get a lot of goals tonight Gordon um, I said when Celtic went two up And Mark will verify it And so will the listeners And I was right Do not lose anything next five, ten minutes I and can s- verify that Thank you You did say that I Thank you And <laughs> Celtic have conceded And it's it's a poor goal really Jota gets mm, caught And uh, Sorrow It's all about powder puff isn't yeah, it Yeah it's too easy Gordon Joe Hart The captain tonight Experienced goalkeeper You need a bit of protection No protection there The home side Just cut them open Through And it's an easy Easy finish They've got to show A little bit of character now They're still 2-1 up Still playing well But They'll be Disappointed with that goal uh, John is that exactly What you were You were on about that, that sort of fear That it wasn't going to be Straightforward Even after going 2-0 up even when we were 2 nothing up, they still had a couple of chances themselves and mm-hmm. they still made uh, uh, good chances in the box as well. So they're, they're always going to get two or three chances in this game, that team. So we need to try and create another couple of chances if we want to try and win the game, I think. Yeah, Mark, I mean, this time to dust off the cliche book, but between now and half times, vital. Celtic really should have been 3 0 up when, when Jota yeah. goes through and all of a sudden it changes very quickly and um, this next period is going to be. Crucial When you look at Celtic's uh, European games away from home this season They've all been kind of similar to this in terms of you know Pretty lively start They've obviously got two goals here But they always look you know susceptible to conceding something at the back And that's the way it's been It's it's what Ange Postacoglu said he was going to be when he came in He, he was going to play attacking football That people it got people off their seat and they love to see It certainly is that But this is a crucial period 10... 10-12 minutes To get into the break uh, And they'll be doing well Because Betis have got some lively players uh, And it'll be a, a You know A hard A hard uh, close to the first half for them Yeah because Gordon There are not That's another great ball from David Turnbull But it's just about headed back to the goalkeeper um, There are not a great deal of options On Celtic's bench We've spoken no. about the players that are missing It's a, it's a very very understrength bench, bench Particularly in an attacking sense There are a couple of changes They could make defensively James McCarthy's the obvious one I think people expected him to start What did you make of the team That was picked tonight? Um, well It was a forced hand For Postacoglu's Oh they're through again Gone And Betis are level How quick was that? There we go 34 minutes gone Betis 2 <laughs> Celtic 2 Unbelievable Mark Wilson What a game I mean Right on cue I say it's, They've got 12 minutes to get in And it's going to be a tough Close to the half for them And they go And they're so open They're so expansive Celtic When they get in these positions It's brilliant watching going forward But when they get two up 
there needs to be a change surely that they're a wee bit more defensive minded and they're just too open they're I think Celtic apart. were hoping this first one's going to be offside but I'm not no. sure that is it's no. very tight very very Never tight offside. and the hand goes up but I don't think so I always on. think it's dangerous try to play that offside when you're so far out and do you know what happens Mark everybody switches off even Ralston whose man then goes up to tap the ball in Ralston switched off he's thought he's got his hand up Carter Vickers tries to you, you, you can't do that everybody's got to be working at that line He's, he shouldn't be doing that and I think that's a poor poor decision too easy for the home side to get back level now it's a real struggle wow. all of a sudden Celtic have went from the pats in the back the praise and how Should great be to 3-0 up to, to, up to I'll tell you what they'll be struggling to hold on <laughs> Uh, John, this has been a bit of a John off John, the line. This, this has been a, a roller coaster of a call. John, how are you feeling now? It's been a quick turn on it. John, can Celtic get anything out of this game? I think you keep it at two two. I actually can't believe well, I just have to leave it there It's time for the travel We're already late for that We'll eventually get to finish a sentence Or finish a call At some point tonight This is just frantic When we've got live football on So my apologies We are up against it uh, This evening Thank you to John and Cumbernauld 01419511025 Celtic fans What are you making of it? It'll be 5-4 By the time we take your call uh, And Rangers fans Are you going along to the game At Ibrox tonight? Let's hear from you Even if you're watching at home Pick your team What is Rangers best team at the moment Out of everyone that's available Who's the best team How do you see the game going tonight You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel Enjoying a truly breathless 40 minutes In Seville Betis 2 Celtic 2 Celtic were 2 goals up And looking very good for it Could have gone 3 up Had a really good chance uh, and then got caught out twice in quick succession And as we approach the end of the first half uh, It's anyone So you have to say Celtic do look a lot more vulnerable now Than they did earlier on So it's all square there Rangers fans, a good chance for you to get in touch And look ahead to your game Tell us how you're feeling We've got Joe who's on the line We'll speak to him in a second But let's go to Ibrooks and speak to Andrew McLean Who no doubt will be looking forward to the visit of Leon tonight yeah, well, I'll tell you what, if we have even half the drama at Ibrox that's going on in Spain at the moment, then we'll be in for a cracker. Probably a couple of goals will go in as I'm previewing this one here. But tonight marks Steven Gerrard's 50th European match in charge of Rangers. And he's saying it's arguably the biggest test they've faced since he took over at Ibrox. Leon finished fourth in Ligue 1 last season and they reached the semi-finals of the Champions League as recently as two years ago. So they're, they're a team full of quality visiting here in the opening group match. It's the fourth time Rangers have made it to the group stages under Steven Gerrard and they're actually yet to lose lose at home uh, at this point in the competition in the group's five wins and four draws so that will fill them with confidence they do that have that issue in defence though Philip Hellander ruled out until December Conor Goldson he's finished his self-isolation so he should come back into the starting lineup alongside Leon Balogun but maybe the two of them would have started together anyway because if you look back to last season they did start as a pair in five of Rangers six group stage matches last season no Moussa Dembele for Rangers to worry about tonight but the likes of Jardin Shakiri and Brazil international Lucas Paqueta will be the players they'll need to watch out for. There's also still one ex-Celtic player in the Leon ranks, Jason Denier, a regular starter at centre-back for them. I'll bring you full team news when I get it. Yes, looking forward to hearing who's playing and who's not tonight. 01419511025, massive game at Ibrooks, As Andrew says, that does have a Champions League feel about the opposition for sure and some of the players granted 
Um, they're not all there It would have been nice to see Moussa Dembele amongst others And see what that added to the occasion Let's go to Joe Who is from Cumbernauld But I, I gather you're somewhere between Cumbernauld and Ibrox, Joe Yeah, currently on the M80 uh, Apologies if it cuts out I hope you can hear me Oh, you'll be fine That's Mark Wilson country He knows uh, all yeah, about I know the, all the spots All the yeah, dodgy yeah. signal black spots uh, How much are you looking forward to tonight, Joe? What are you expecting? Yeah, um, a good game I, I think So your producer asked what my what I thought the chances were and it's one of those ones where the start of the season everybody's expecting a good showing and trying to get into the Champions League and that's everybody's aim but it doesn't quite work out you don't get a good result against Malmo and, and your expectations change it's natural so to, to, to come up against Leon tonight you're, you're looking at we're, we're looking at a draw Like I, I'm, I'm not saying that we're not going to win but I, I don't want to I don't want to accept that Anything less than a draw mm. There he goes I know where he is It's the M80 <laughs> Exactly where he is I'll get him back though I'm confident Will he come out of that In a second Just a second Just give it a minute uh, Yeah He'll fine. be back would it, would it, I know you're at home And Rangers have done well In European group stages Recently Gordon Would a draw be Fine Would a draw be A good night's work uh, Given the strength Of the opposition Yeah I think it would um, I've got a sneaky Tonight Gordon That if Rangers can play to their capabilities with the front three that they've got, it'll probably be Ruth, Kent and Morelos, I would imagine, um, unless I'm in for a surprise. If they can get the ammunition, get off to a good start, uh, they're at home and a packed uh, Ibrox. I've got a sneaky that Rangers could could get maybe more than a draw. Mm. Right, Joe, we've got you back. You were just saying that you know nothing less than a draw for you tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's... So I, I kind of started saying that over the four years that Gerard, um, or the three three years that Gerard took charge of Rangers in Europe, mm-hmm. um, but he's shown he's shown consistency. Not that we'll, we'll always play our best. Not that we'll, we'll we'll not come up against a team better than us. That, 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 that there are loads of examples of that. But what he has shown is that that we might have a wee bit of a dodgy spell in a game, or we might actually have a bad game. But over the piece in the group stage, we'll more than hold our own. So in this game against Lyon, it's probably the most difficult game in the group. It's at home, so you're probably looking for for maximum points of this one. But equally at the same time, it's like, just just don't lose ground to some of the other teams. Some of the other teams will be lucky to get anything off Lyon. So at home, mm-hmm. with the, the possibility of trying to stretch and get the win, see if we can turn in a performance. We've not really shown it this season, but um, this is the opportunity for them to do that. Um, and, and I think starting, starting with that, that Safeness of let's get the draw, but but show our quality and and really really test them because I, I think that that we have the ability to get better than a draw, but I'm just hoping that that's the worst case scenario. Is that a fair assessment, Mark? Because, you know, as Joe's kind of alluding to, obviously Leon are good and therefore it's a massive challenge. But, but good teams have come to Ibrox yeah. in, in the European group stages in recent seasons, and there haven't been many or any really disappointments as Andrew McLean says they've not lost a home group stage game yet yeah and when you look at the squad it's relatively the same squad that's went through um, those European campaigns faced big sides came out you know started as underdogs but came out with good results and I think that just builds belief when those Rangers players know that a big team like Leon's coming they'll know the quality they're up against but I think they will have belief that they can they can go and cause an upset because I think a lot of people throughout Europe will look at that fixture and think well Leon with some of the stars that they've got will go to Ibrox and win but it's not easy and Rangers have really built that place 
up to be a kind of fortress on the European stage in these group stages of Europa League. What's, so Steven what, Gerrard what's important believe. tonight, Mark, and uh, like Celtic just now, you've got to defend. You've got to defend for 90 minutes because you're up against quality players that you're not up against week in, week out in the domestic leagues. You're up against the top-notch players and if you make mistakes or you don't pick up runners, as we've seen tonight, you will get punished. So if Rangers can get that back four and they've got a terrific goalkeeper, McGregor, and they're solid there, they certainly have the personnel for the middle of the park to front to hurt Leon. Just before the team comes out then, Joe, what would you... Like to see And and obviously there's been the issue With Philippe Hollander But as Andrew McLean said Often it is Leon Balogun And Conor Goldson On, on European nights Yeah um, I, I'd, I'd thought about that The other day When, when they were saying that, that Hollander was out it, it probably Was the go-to Last season in Europa League um, I think most of the team Kind of sorts itself I'd expect McGregor, McGregor To come back in You're looking at the two centre-backs Being Balogun and, and Goldson Left-back I'd probably say Barisic but I mean he could go with, with Bassi Bassi's been probably one of the the better kind of players coming into the squad this season um, and then and then I, I do feel that it kind of picks itself you're, you're looking at Davis Kamara um, Aribo Roof had, uh, don't think Hadji's available no. um, Kent, and then Morelos it's, it's kind of almost picking itself I don't see Lundstrom making it Doubt Arfield's going to make it until we kind of late stage game. He's, he's probably one of those players that's come in at late stage of the big games in Europe. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that's probably what, what we're looking at. Yeah, I guess maybe with the return of Goldson, Gordon, there's maybe not that surprise or, or debate there. Like we said on Monday night, Tuesday night, we're looking at a scenario where he doesn't make it, um, and you, then you've really got issues. You're sort of thinking, does Calvin Bassey play centre back? Is it someone else out of of left field? But I mean that it's going to be predictable. What you don't have really is the depth now. But mm. that's I've I've got happens. to say I don't think uh, by his own standard Golson's had the best start to the season. Gordon, uh, if, uh, once again I'll go back and say he was my player of the year last year. But I think it's a massive boost to have him in there. As much as you could say Balogun and Bassey could get, they've not really playing together that much as a centre a centre pair. I think Golson is. A big, big player for Rangers. But that's on the, the thing they do in Europe. Balogun and Goldson play together. Yeah, a lot I'm talking about Bassi and Balogun. Oh, Bassi, sorry, sorry. Yeah, if if Goldson hadn't made it, so sure. I think that's why it's uh, a big, a big mm-hmm. plus for Rangers tonight. My question, Mark, and I'm I'm with Joe a little bit, and I'll split the Rangers fans. The team picks itself. Who plays at left back? Because Bassi picks itself. Well, it picks itself really, doesn't it? Let's be honest about How it. How can you pick itself if you're no questioning who's going to play no, left no, back? No, that, well, let me finish. Just let me finish, please. Where does this go? Some, some of the Rangers fans will want Bassey at left back, right. some will want Barisic. Uh-huh. So it doesn't pick doesn't itself. Pick well, itself. it does, really. Right, okay. Who would you pick? <laughs> it picks itself. <laughs> Joe, let's, Joe, Joe, let's elaborate on that one a little bit um, before he ties himself in knots anymore. It, it, all, I mean, this time last year, Bona Barisic all day long, every day of the week. But you just got the impression that a few weeks ago, but Bassey was perhaps establishing himself as his first choice for some of those games. Is that is that fair? Yeah. So I was going to say it's a wee bit a wee bit different in a sense, but given the number of games played, it's probably not right. But you look at Nathan Patterson. Nathan Patterson's not played that many games. He's not played in that many high-profile games for um, Rangers. But the games that he has come in, the times where he has had to play. Or through rotation or injury or whatever, he's done well. Bassi's the same. 
Last season, he had a few cameos, didn't really show us a, a, the great potential that he has, but this season, it's kind of been different. He's like, he's shown us what Nathan Patterson was shown us for the right-hand side. Either they're not great, that they're not perfect, or nobody is, that they're not the ultimate player, but they're the sort of player that at this moment in time, if I see the team sheet, is it ideal if they're, they're playing? Maybe not, but am I filled with dread? No, because I feel like they've shown enough quality that they can they can put an they can make 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 an effort in the game and make the players that they yeah. come up against just have that extra thought and and that's all we're asking. Joe, it was good to speak to you. Will you give us a call back sometime soon? Oh yes, good man. That was Joe and Cumbernauld. Hopefully, um, going to enjoy the game this evening. Celtic fans, it's half time. I'm not a great fan of five forty five kickoffs for this show, but what it does allow you to do is. Take a breath at half time And give us a call So if you've sat and watched that And you've caught your breath Let's hear from you What did you make of the first 45 minutes 01419511025 Let's get the half time story uh, With Alison Europa League coverage With ScrapacarScotland.com Head online to get an instant valuation Of your old car Right Alison Quite the 45 minutes uh, How was it being there? Yeah, quite the 45 minutes here in Seville. It is half-time. Real Betis to Celtic 2. Celtic started quickly. They were on the front foot. They took the lead in the 15th minute. Albion Ayeti putting the ball in the net from Yota's cross. Didn't know too much about it. It did go to a VAR check, but it did stand. Soro then set up Ayeti again, but his shot was saved. At the other end, Joe Hart then denied Joraldo for um, Real Betis with another shot is saved as well before back up to the other end David Turnbull the shot deflected wide and then Carter Vickers headed just over from the resultant corner but it was Josef Juranovic who made it 2-0 before the half hour firing into the top corner from the penalty spot after Albina Ayeti was brought down by the Real Betis keeper he looked comfortable but then Miranda's shot crashed off the post at the other end and it was Miranda who then brought Real Betis back into the game with an easy finish in the 32nd minute then just two minutes later Juan May equalised as Celtic were caught out again so four goals at half time quite the 45 minutes can the second half live up to the first half half time it is Real Betis 2 Celtic 2 right Celtic fans quite a simple question for you what did you make of that first half pick up the phone before the second half starts 01419511025 we'll have Rangers team news very soon as well Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here An hour and 15 minutes to kick off Between Rangers and Leon. So Rangers fans Are you on your way to the game? Are you settling down for the night to watch it? Pick up the phone And let us know what you're expecting uh, If you're talking about sheer drama and excitement The Celtic game's had it Four goals in the first half Celtic two up and cruising Pegged back to two all And we're about to get the second half underway So let's speak to Stuart Who's a Celtic fan on the line What have you made of the first half Stuart? And <laughs> what are you thinking ahead of the second? The sooner they get sorrow off, the better. Mm. The guy's been a liability. I would have took him off after 20 minutes, as harsh as it may seem. He's either going to get red carded or he's going to cause a calamity. I'd get McCarthy on at half time. I thought we might get something of that ilk on mm. the phones. We certainly had some on Twitter. Is Stuart a, mile, a million miles off? No, that I, opinion? I totally agree with him. Um, I think he's. Lucky to still be on the pitch First and foremost I I would be very surprised If the manager doesn't make a change At half time Gordon Surely McCarthy with his experience mm. And everything that he's got 
Uh, I know that there's you, you've got to look at the fitness, but it's 45 minutes. Come on. Um, you've got a guy of that quality on the bench. I totally agree. I would make this change right away. Mark, what have you made of Sorrow in that first half? Um, okay, he always has a bit rash, Sorrow. Um, in possession, he's been okay. But I think when you get a booking in that position that he's playing, it, it's, it's pretty difficult to do your job to its fullest. And I thought he should have been off. I thought the, the second one was a yellow card. Then I'm seeing him kind of lunge into things. And to be fair to him, a couple he did nick the ball, so fair play to him. But all it needs is a split second. He missed times that and he's off and Celtic are in an uphill battle. So McCarthy, yeah, you're right. But mm. what's the deal with McCarthy? Why? I was surprised that he didn't start tonight. I, I know you mentioned fitness, but... Is he really? Is he struggling with his fitness? Is he struggling to get up to, to I, fitness? At I, I don't know because you've got a, a player of his quality, Mark, and I think away from home would be tailor made for him. Yeah, and I'm the same, uh, but I can only assume that they don't think he's up to that level of mm. fitness that they want him. Were be you surprised he didn't start tonight, Stuart? Well, not really. Um, I've always liked Sorrow, but there's a couple of games where he's. Played identical to how he's played tonight. Yeah. I think McCarthy will suit coming on for 45 minutes because if he's a holding midfielder, he's not going to be going forward as much. That's what Turnbull's doing. So I think to sit back and sort of calm the defence a little bit, I think this is tailor made for him to come on. I think not to make this all about sorrow, Mark. I mean, it's been a team effort, whether that's good or bad, but the impact the yellow has is then telling afterwards, isn't it? Because he yeah. probably doesn't go as tentatively. To try and stop the first, the first goal, goal. Yeah. And he's not been able to to be as aggressive Because he's, he's walking that tightrope yeah. For many people he should have been sent off He wasn't And that then has an impact on, on what you can and can't do thereafter I, I, I think so Like I said I always think Sorrow is a bit rash anyway In the way he kind of brings his anti-tackles at the best of times So when you're on that yellow Yeah it does restrict him There's no doubt about it You've seen it at the first goal The first bet is goal Where he goes to tackle He thinks about it and he kind of pulls out And the, the best uh, midfielder You know Bundles himself through If that's someone else In that position Could they have Would they have Went in with a wee bit more force mm. Probably but Again There's no point in scapegoating this Because Jota didn't cover himself In glo- glory <laughs> no, no, At that goal not. either no. But he's not there Usually to defend What have you made of the, the The positive stuff Stuart Because it was great for For quite some time In that first half Who has impressed you? Do you know Who's impressed me the most? A Yeti See when he's got Playmakers are actually playing him in and doing the running for him. He's getting dragged into the game more so than he was last year. A couple of chance he got. He was more like a man up himself last season, but mm-hmm. he's got Yota coming in. He's got Montgomery. He's got midfielders pushing up. So I think we're going to see while Kyogo's off, we're going to see the best of him. Yeah, I mean there are a few. To be fair, if, if you're looking about the, the story, then Ayeti's one because he's not been in the squad and looked like he was miles off it and not been in the team. Sorry. Mm. Adam Montgomery is looking very good. This yeah. a, a big night for him. Um, some of the passes that David Turnbull has put through, he played a, a, a huge role in creating both. Both goals, um, yeah. And, and Jota obviously had the, the direct assist for the yeah. first one. Some some very good performances in in a forward going aspect. And, and the man that's on the screen just now, Yeti. I mean, when he first came to Celtic, he looked a player. I think everyone understood what he was, a penalty box striker. He wasn't going to give you much out with the penalty area, but when the ball went in the box, he would score. And then that became less and less. He picked up injuries, lack of form. But it seems like 
he understands he's the he's the go-to man just now. It's, it's all Ange Postecoglou can turn his hand to, and he's delivering. You know, you put him in that position, and he scores goals, and you know he keeps doing that. Then, of course, Kyogo will come back, and he'll be right up there in the reckoning. But you don't just drop a striker if he's scoring. Every single week So that's all you can do At the minute Right we're about to restart Stuart So I won't keep you too long Are you confident Celtic can get something Out of this It's been pretty tough To predict I would imagine They need to come on, uh, They need to go out fast Get a quick goal And then shore up a little bit But I don't think That's the way Celtic play At this moment in time Yeah it certainly Doesn't look like it um, Alright guys Thank yeah, you very much Lovely to speak to you That was Stuart um, He's from Glasgow He's down in Halifax These days Nice to speak to him uh, No change at the break then Gordon So if we are mm-hmm. going to see James McCarthy It won't be right now Yeah It surprises me a little bit um, But obviously The Celtic manager's happy um, You know With the first 45 minutes You're looking at a Celtic team After 20-25 minutes Whatever it may be You're thinking Delighted to get out of here With three points um, you would take a draw right now Let's be honest about yeah. it I don't know if they can keep A clean sheet in the second half So they will need to score But if you look at The way they went about their business first half They were very attacking minded They had created chances And they've got a Yeti who's banging for them As a centre forward Can put the ball in the back of it My concern is the back door We did say that though Against AZ Altmar when we seen the first half and how it panned out, you know, they'll do well not to concede, and they held out. So maybe Ange Postecoglou might have just reminded them about that at half time and, and decided to go the same way. Uh, just a quick one on Betis: How on earth is Joaquin still playing football? Incredible! I cannot believe it's the same one. You know, sometimes you, you see a, a name and you guy? think it's his son. No, it's him. Maybe it's the same one. Kiss. He's got. I mean, mind like, but I watched him play he's, so. like, he's, a, he's a winger like, He's an attacker He's got to be 38 40 <laughs> He's 40 wow. years of age 40 year old winger You don't see them that often Incredible I was trying to think Because Was it not I'm trying to think which Euros It was I remember in particular Him being involved in the build up I've got something in my head I must have had a A video to show my age Or a DVD or something That I watched in the build up And Celtic are in again here And it's a last ditch tackle It goes over the bar. Goal kick I thought that would be a corner No No sure. uh, It was a goal kick I think uh, Yet he got It was a great play By Tom Rogic Some of the moves And passing Great movement there oh, Yet he I think for a striker mm. Sharper touch and, and put the ball In the back of the net there Hit the target yeah. But he was in the right Another place chance. Right place at the right time uh, Yeah it was the build up To Euro 2004 I remember Wacky oh. being involved 2004 um, Still playing um, Incredible There we go So um, Do we have a Rangers team yet? I think we do Andrew McLean Yeah we do Four changes For Rangers Coming into this one McLaughlin Hellander Bassey And Roof all drop out the starting lineup. In come McGregor, Goldson, Barisic, and John Lundstrom from the start. So it's going to be Alan McGregor in goal. The back four: James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Leon Balogun, and Borna Barisic. The midfield three: Stephen Davis, Glenn Kamara, and John Lundstrom, with Joe Aribo and Ryan Kent supporting Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes for Rangers tonight: John McLaughlin, eh, McCrory, McClelland, Bassey, Patterson, Kelly, Arfield, Bakuna, Roof, Wright, and Sakala. Interesting. I don't think many who called or tweeted tipped John Lundstrom to play and Kamar Roof not to. Is that a nod to the strength of the opposition? Um, well, the team certainly doesn't pick itself now. Um, <laughs> I had Barisic. 
And Barry CJ in at left back, which I thought, oh, well done, Gordon. Uh, Lundstrom, I did not see. I thought Roof was a stick on Gordon. Um, yeah, I think maybe this is looking at the opposition and deciding the start of the game and, you know, to go with that extra sort of a midfield player in there. Give them a bit of strength mm. um, I mean Mark I guess I don't know The formation possibly Doesn't change So it's not an extra Midfielder in that sense But Joe Rebo gives you more I guess coming back The way than, than Kamal Roof does Yeah No doubt about it Rebo's the, the The telltale sign of that I think You know you put him up there He can give you plenty In the final third But he will track back I mean we've seen Joe Rebo Playing left back sometimes So you know He can get up and down The pitch And I think that's why Stephen Gerrard's went for him You're right It's a nod to how good Leon can be on the counter attack Just to clarify When I was saying An extra midfield player That was my, my thoughts What I was trying I wasn't to doubting you Just elaborating uh, No I'm just clarifying That's good um, But yeah I mean I suppose what That does do Gordon is uh, the Rangers have got Serious options We're talking about Rangers Having a, a They've got a deeper squad Than Celtic anyway Because of Being able to Have a bit of stability Over the last few seasons uh, They have They do have absentees tonight mm-hmm. um, But not not enough to really disrupt things You know when you look at You know can you Are you staying in the game then And then you're able to introduce a Kamal Roof Or if it's not Ryan Kent's night Can Scott Wright come and, and do the job So There are there are options there Well it shows you how strong they are Gordon Because I don't think there's many travelling To Ibrox just now And they wouldn't have Roof in their starting 11 Before it was announced No doubt Roof would have been there uh, everybody's talking he's, bang, he's back in, in good form He's a terrific player You know that front three That everybody's talking about The now Morelis, Kent, Roof That's stuck on That's where Stephen Gerrard Seems to go But To be fair to Rangers manager He's looked at All the options And it is a great uh, Celtic have conceded Mark they were Wide open there I was looking at your face um, Celtic actually had a big chance Earlier on as we mentioned In the half with Albion and Yeti But it's now Betis 3 Celtic 2 Betis were able to slow down To a walking pace at one point there And, and still find space down the left Looking at that straight off I do not know what Sorrow Is thinking about there Anthony Ralston comes out To press the ball Sorrow doesn't track the runner But he's almost ambling With his hands behind his back Allowing the Betis player to cross it and he looks uh, absolutely uh, done in I've no idea what he's thinking here Just He's basically saying Go ahead and cross it I've actually made my body narrower So you can cross yeah, it around You me. understand a bit of that With the hand with the But I understand that When you're really Tums, close He turns his back on it as he's well He's five and, yards yeah. away from him It's incredible We chatted about Soro at the break He should have been taken off Because he was booked But when you're looking at that He looked dead in his feet there uh, Do you know something For the first time uh, And he is a friend I'm going to give him a bit of criticism Who? Postacogla He's I, a I, 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 do, I think he's made a massive mistake at half time there. I totally agree with you, Mark. That's unacceptable. The way you go out there and you decide to put your hands. I can understand the hand, but you've got to sprint out there, stop the cross. See when the cross mm. comes in as well. I would question my two centre backs. I wonder though, is that we might never get the full extent of it? Is that Ange Postacoglu's mistake, or is that a damning indictment of where James McCarthy is? Uh, well, do you know, Gordon? I find it really strange because McCarthy is a quality football player. He's an experienced player. Ooh, You're away from home. Nerves are setting in now, yeah. Mark Wilson. You don't need to change your formation. It's not like McGregor's mm-hmm. yeah. in. You have to go two certain midfield players. McCarthy can come in there and control that midlay part. 
I do not know how he's not made that substitution. Uh, lack of communication between Starfield and yeah. Carter Vickers as well means a corner now to Betis at Celtic. It is very difficult to remember. Um, it's not very difficult. It wasn't that long ago, but it's it's eye opening when you remember Celtic were very very comfortable in this game. They really should have gone three 0 up, and now it would be. I think a surprise if they get anything. Yeah, that they fair? were looking brilliant at the start, and when they went two up, it looked like it could have went three. Mm. Um, but they're looking all over the place at the minute at the back. Uh, yes, they are indeed, uh, and maybe another chance for Betis to make it four, and yeah. they do. Betis four, Celtic two, and now this could be a long night mm. because there's 38 minutes to go, and Celtic look all over the place. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish slash football. It's the type of high-scoring thriller that we might get on Beat the Pundit. I have got some damning stats for you on Black Arthur's watch for for all of you. Really, he sent in some interesting information. If you want to play tonight's Beat the Pundit, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. You need to phone before seven o'clock. So be quick. And your chance to beat the pundit is next. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's a huge night of European action. Celtic are 4-2 down away at Real Betis. They have the ball in the back of the net. Celtic, Albion Ayeti's clever header. However, the offside flag went up and it looked certainly like the right decision. So after Celtic doing so much right in the early stages, a very impressive start to the game. It's kind of fallen apart a bit and it's Betis 4. Celtic 2, we are building up to kick off at Ibrox. Rangers fans, how are you feeling ahead of that? We gave you the team. What's your reaction to that? John Lundstrom in from the start. Is that what you would have done? Are you happy or, or not with the team? Uh, Kamal Roof on the bench, give us all your reaction to that. And really looking forward to this. In the next couple of minutes, we are going to speak to Jack Henry live on the show, a Scottish defender who had the job of handling Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar last night and did it and got a point. Really looking forward to speaking to Jack. We'll do that after this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish Sun.co.uk/football. Some damning stats about mm. your Beat the Pundit performances have made their way to my inbox via Black Arthur. The pundits have lost 14 times this season, right? Mm-hmm. DL and Keevans <laughs> make up 11 of them. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. 78% Not of the defeats one. on Beat the Pundit for the pundits are courtesy of DL. And Keevans I've mm. no, nowhere to hide I'm in a bad run And the last three Thursdays Have all gone to a tiebreaker My tiebreakers Did you hear my tiebreakers? You've, tie you've lost four out of four yeah. This season on the tiebreaker um, Full of stats Full of stats for you tonight uh, Grant hasn't It's not gone unnoticed Grant and Barhead Has noticed you're on a losing streak So he would rather play you yeah, uh, Because yeah. Mark has a 100% win rate This season Grant are you mm-hmm. Feeling confident tonight? Uh, I would say so If Gordon's told, told uh, okay. no, he's, not, he's not great this season I must admit You're a Rangers fan Grant what about the The other big game tonight It's not just beat the pundit How are you feeling What's What's got more chance of happening You winning or Rangers beating Leon? Uh, probably Rangers beating Leon <laughs> What do you think of that team we gave you John Lundstrom plays Maybe a bit of a surprise Is that fair? Yeah yeah Lundstrom a surprise um, But relatively confident Trust Stephen Gerrard To pick the right team So yep confident Okay, doke Let's crack on with the main event then Heads it will be Mark Wilson Tails it will be Gordon Dale Rick with a different tactic tonight Big spender Pound coin No two pence Because the two mm. pence always lands on tails Right, let's see what the pound does Heads it's Mark Tails it's Gordon <laughs> Oh my goodness <laughs> We're tails. not going to have to listen It's tails again, again. 
And it genuinely is Because I'm actually getting a bit sick of you now Like at the start it's funny But I'm mm. getting a wee bit fed up I need it, to And I kind of wish it was heads uh, Right okay Come we'll, on Daz We'll need to give Gordon some Clyde 2 to listen to So that he can't steal the answers Right Grant Here's the deal 30 seconds Answer as many questions right as you can And if you don't know Just pass quickly And we'll move on okay Okay Let's go Your 30 seconds is on the clock And it starts now, name the only current Rangers player who featured against Leon back in 2008. Alan McGregor. Jeremy Tolyan was on loan at Celtic in 2019 from which European club? Borussia Dortmund. Which SPFL side were based at Brockville Park until 2003? Falkirk. Name any of the five sides who have commissioned an SPFL review this week. Hearts. What country does Kyle Lafferty now play his football in? Oh, Italy Name the only player to start at centre-back For all three of Scotland's Euro 2020 games Grant Hanley Okay, okay Mark Wilson He it's was good <laughs> He was good I'm okay. worried for you I'm worried Hold on, there's a big laughing going on I can't hear a thing Can you hear me now? Yeah But genuinely Sometimes I say this and I'm lying Grant's really good oh, It's got about five people in that car <laughs> oh dear, this should be good fun, right? You ready? Right, go. Thirty seconds, and your time starts now. Name the only current Rangers player who featured against Leon back in two thousand and eight. Uh, McGregor. Jeremy Tolyan was on loan at Celtic in twenty nineteen from which European club? Pass. Don't know. Which SPFL side were based at Brockville Park until two thousand and three? Name any of the five sides who commissioned an SPFL review Pass. this week. What country does Kyle Lafferty play his football in? Ireland. Name the only player to start at centre-back for all three of Scotland's Euro 2020 games. Hanley. Who captained Hibs in their 2016 Scottish Cup win? Uh, uh, um, uh, Gray. Okay, okay, okay. Grant, how do you think that went? I might have picked me by one. Mm, not sure, let's find well, out. Don't say I'm not sure, Gordon. <laughs> You're obviously out. not sure you've got the answers. Uh, I can't count that fast, though, right? Alan McGregor is the only Rangers player who featured against Leon in 2008. You both got it. Jeremy Tollian was on loan from Borussia Dortmund. Never got that. Grant got it. Dirty well done, Grant. That right there is when I knew Grant was a player because he's not even a Celtic he's fan. He's got five guys in the car with well, him. He doesn't. He's on his own. No, he's not. That's he... just knowledge. That's just knowledge. Ah, Grant, Grant, listen, you <laughs> bought a couple of pals tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Which SPFL side? Were based at Brockville till 2003 Falkirk You both got it 3-2 Name any of the five sides Who commissioned an SPFL review uh, You had the choice Aberdeen The Dundee side Or both Edinburgh sides So you both got it So you still trail by one Kyle Lafferty Mark Any idea where he plays now? Oh uh, no! Iceland Ah. Oh. What do you I mean? Thought, I thought you meant where the, uh, Oh Celtic oh. rattle the post What an effort that was From Tom Rogic Celtic have looked pretty good again They've enjoyed another A little spell But they're 4-2 down um, oh, I, mis- I misheard that Sorry Cyprus None of you would have got that ah, I thought it So was you're still one behind <laughs> <laughs> I didn't chuckle at that The only player Who's played centre back For all three Scotland games At the Euros was Grant Hanley You both got it So you still trail by one He's annoying me That's wee guy However <laughs> <laughs> Exactly Grant's six foot six Is he Is he, is he a weird <laughs> Which means That's a big guy It comes down to the final question Who captained Hibs In their 2016 Scottish Cup When it was Gray I'll give you it David Gray Grant didn't get that far We're going to have tiebreaker again no I can't be For the fourth Thursday in a row It goes to a tiebreaker Do you oh, know what's funny no. Extra funny about this Jack Hendry is now Hanging on the line Right And he must be thinking What is this What is this oh, circus 
I'm about to get myself involved in Don't right. worry Jack It'll be more straightforward <sighs> When we bring you on uh, Right The tiebreaker Jack, Jack's praying for a dazzler Grant Gordon has lost all four of his tiebreakers And quite spectacularly This I'm season I'm not good at this The question is this How many Player And manager of the month awards Has Neil Lennon won During his career in Scotland So as a player Or a manager how many manager player of the month awards has Neil Lennon won in his career? Oh, yeah. Right, Grant, what's your attempt? <laughs> six. The answer. Okay, Grant's gone six. Gordon, what did you say? I went twelve. The answer is sixteen. Yeah! <laughs> See you later, Grant. Oh, he's finally Take got a bow of that, you oh, young man. Grant, I feel so bad for you. I, I hate <laughs> to see him. Hate to see him win. I am so delighted you phoned in tonight, Grant. I was feeling low. I beat the pundit. You have brought me back. I you have brought me back. I've given you that one Yeah Oh no You'll not give me it I've taken it Oh well done Grant and Barhead <laughs> Finally The monkey's off his back He's won And cool. it was on a tiebreaker as well Cool That lifts me right up the league I, I love an that. understated winner Do you think he enjoyed that? <laughs> oh. Very humble when he wins uh, as well yeah. That's what I like Listen Grant's in there with four mates They all thought they'd stitch me up Mm. See you later He will <laughs> hate that game tonight Right um, I'm delighted to say we're joined on the line by Jack Henry Jack I'm sorry that you had to listen to that Are you okay? You will? Hey guys, yeah, no, I'm up with thanks. Good stuff. It's good to speak to you tonight, Jack. Quite the, quite the night for you last night. We were all keeping an eye, an eye on it. We were talking on the show. How was it? Yeah, no, an, an amazing experience myself. Uh, obviously, I played in the group stages qualifying yeah, with Celtic, but not actually group stages itself. So yeah, my first kind of match at that level, and yeah, I don't think there's a better uh, team. At this moment in time To kind of test yourself again So An amazing experience And even better That we managed to get a result So Yeah It was a really enjoyable night For myself Absolutely And well done to you And your teammates for that I mean The the, the thing about That strike force at the moment Jack Is it's It's proper Kind of fantasy football Playstation stuff You've arguably got The best to ever play the game And the other two Ain't bad either What was it like To come up against those three? Yeah Kind of and as I said, that's who I wanted to test myself against when I got to this this club, Club Bruges, and uh, to go straight in the deep end to play against those three kind of attackers. It was a great experience for myself, and kind of <clears throat> backed up that I, I know myself that I can play at that level. And I think it, it's a type of game that your concentration needs to be uh, at its maximum right throughout the game, and. Uh, it, it was a privilege to be on the same pitch as them But at the same time uh, Delighted that I was And managed to, to compete against them And, and, and show that I can uh, really play at that level Yeah, I mean I'm, you, you have got great self-belief And that's clearly helped you get to where you are And I know a lot of guys in, in your position do that And you back yourself But was there ever a, a sort of pinch me moment Like I said Because it's one thing playing against good opposition But this is the, you know, the absolute top tier was there ever any of that? Any? I, I'm sure you're beyond the stage of getting starstruck. That's maybe a bit strong. But was any of it ever a bit of a, a pinch yourself moment? Yeah, I don't think so. Obviously, maybe when the anthem's getting played, the Champions League anthem, it's like this is it. You're here. Uh, this is now your time to go and showcase your talent against the world's best. So it's, as I said, kind of surreal to play against those kind of players on that type of stage. But uh, obviously, respect them massively and. And, and what I've achieved in my career and probably the best front three line that might ever play together at club level so mm-hmm. to step in the same pitch with them was uh, 
great for me, a great honour, but to play to play against them and manage to get a result was even better. So uh, I think last night Club Brewers showed that we can play at level, we can compete, and even though uh, these teams have got a, a far superior budget, we can can definitely stand our own in that level, and, and hopefully that uh, result last night shows the rest of Europe and the world that. Uh, we can really be competitive in that group. How do, how do you prepare, Jack? Because right? I know football at the top level now, I'm sure there's loads of video analysis and all the rest of it, where generally you would talk about your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Tell me there's a clip out there somewhere where your coach says, by the way, Messi's not very good at this, and uh, here's what you need to try and exploit. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, he, he, Messi, Neymar, Mbappe, they've got two arms, two legs, so... Uh, like we know the talent that they had and we just knew they're human beings so we can compete against them. I think it was kind of in uh, our game plan to go and try and take the game to them. We didn't stand off, we tried to press, we tried to really make what they didn't like and that's just contacts, aggressiveness in their face and I felt that we did that the full night and at moments in the game they didn't react well to it and I thought our game plan came off really good. Yeah. It was great to be part of a team that actually took the game to them and not stand off and kind of part the bus in a way. Uh, so it's great to be a part of a team that kind of suits my style of play. I like to be in the front foot. I like to be aggressive, and uh, I thought we executed the, the game plan really well. And uh, it was obviously mm-hmm. before the game we just got video clips in the change room and stuff of individual qualities. But you watch those kind of players weekly on the television so you kind of know what you're coming up against sometimes nothing can kind of prepare you to play against that kind of talent but I thought we handled with it really well Now you learn a lot about people in these situations because we've got Mark Wilson in the studio he played Champions League and played against Ronaldinho and all the rest of it and and knows what it takes and I'm really interested in what goes into it I've got Gordon DL here who's just chomping at the bit because he wants to know above all else if you swap shirts and his shirt that you got probably sums him up What's what's the answer? Uh, yeah, t- to be honest, like I didn't really focus on the game. I wasn't concentrating. And then when the final whistle uh, went, I wasn't really wanting to like run after him on that. I know obviously other lads wanted their shots. So after the game, I just said to the kit man, see what uh, top you can get me because I probably know other lads would ask for like some Messi's and Bathe's and Neymar's and such. So I got uh, Andrew Herrera, the goal scorer, so he scored last night. So I got his top, but. Um, Look at that How, how cool man. is that Mark Wilson You'd have gone scampering After uh, Messi Well I tried that Against Brazil remember And they yeah. got Danny, Danny Alves And he gave it back. back So <laughs> didn't quite work For me that one Jack But Ander, well done to you Ander Herrera's not bad I must admit uh, We'll, we'll take that Yeah have, we'll yeah. take that um, Yeah I mean How are you feeling Jack About where you're at At the moment Because it, it's It's an incredible story That you're now operating At that level You're an established International now And obviously Not so long ago You had injury problems And out of favour At Celtic You Are you the type That sits and takes Stock of it all To, to try and assess you know, What's going on in, in the past Couple of years Yeah I'm quite I'm quite relaxed And chilled about it Obviously I'm a really good Pathway at the minute And I'm planning to Continue in that pathway And I know I've still got A lot of improving To do and uh, a lot of learning to do and I'm, I'm still very ambitious and want to see as far as we can go and I will keep on pushing myself to to, to reach those limits uh, obviously I've had a very different pathway probably to many other footballers I've had uh, it has been very difficult I've went through uh, hard moments in my career 
which a lot of footballers have, and it's just about bouncing back to those adversities. And I felt that I've done that, and that kind of going through those tough times has made me the person that I am today. And uh, I've learned a lot, lot through my career, whether that's on the pitch, off the pitch. And uh, at this stage of my career, I've probably not played as many games as I should have. So I'm, I'm very fresh, even though 26, I've not played as many games, and I feel that my body's in a really good uh, place at the minute. And for me, uh, just want to continue, as I said, on that path and uh, see see how far it goes because uh, I'm really enjoying my football at the minute. Last year, I spent a year at a club that uh, really backed me and gave me that platform to go and express myself. And uh, thankfully, I've done that and I've reaped the rewards by signing with Club Bruges. And now at a really exciting chapter where I'm playing Champions League football and competing for league titles and cups again. And uh, obviously, previously being playing at Celtic, I, I was desperate to play at a statue of that club again and thankfully it's came around quite quickly and I'm going to make the most of the opportunity that's that's been given to me and kind of repay the faith that Club Brewers have shown in me because I've only had a, probably three training sessions with groups and I've already started the first uh, two games and one of which against Paris Saint-Germain so it's great to be a club that wants you it's great to be a club that's ambitious and sees your full potential and uh, I think it's a really good match and just looking forward to the future now does this feel like a? I mean, the, the, the hard work's never done. You say you're 26. There's still more to come. You will want more, but when you, I, I don't know what the lowest point would have been. Whether it is an injury or whether it's when at that moment of realization that, that it's not working out with Celtic. When you contrast that moment to say the last two weeks in which you've got a result against PSG, got a big move to Bruges, and played a key role in a clean sheet and a really important win for Scotland. Does, does that feel like you've Kind of hit an, an important milestone, and whether it's proven to yourself or proven to anyone else that that, that you you can you know get to these heights. Yeah, I've, 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 I've achieved minimum over the last couple of weeks on what I want to achieve, uh, but I'm on the right road, and maybe at the end of the day, these last few weeks or however last year, I've probably put a bit more respect on my name, which probably. I deserved a wee bit more than maybe what I had previously in the few years. So hopefully people kind of uh, step up and take notice on the type of person I am, the type of movements I'm making in my career. And obviously that comes with uh, having a strong head on my shoulders from what I've been through, but also having the ability. I would have been at uh, Celtic and wouldn't have been signed by Club Bruges if I was a bad player. So hopefully in that way, uh, people kind of step up, take notice, have a wee bit obviously respect my name now and uh, I want to keep on building that and all I can do is by uh, talk, do the talking on the pitch keep keep on keep on at it keep on improving and, and hopefully uh, that t- takes care of itself but uh, yeah I'm, I'm just really happy yeah. in a happy place on and off the pitch in a minute so uh, just hopefully I can continue that Well good man we wish you well we look forward to seeing you back in a Scotland jersey very soon take care Jack Cheers, thank you Good man, that was Jack Hendry uh, On the line there What a result last night What a story it is We're going to take a breather there It was good to speak to Jack at length But it means we're already up to the next break I've already got calls Who want to kind of come on And and make points about that So let's do it We'll give you a full-time teaser Celtic still 4-2 down in Seville We'll take your calls next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here It was nice to speak to Jack Hendry on the line uh, Let's get back to the bread and butter of the phones Rangers fans, how are you feeling ahead of the game tonight? We're fast approaching kickoff. What do you make of that team? Is that the team you would have picked? I know some people were maybe a little bit surprised That John Lundstrom starts and, and Kamar Roof doesn't Amongst other things And But other than that, maybe fairly predictable Um how do you rate your chances? Leon are obviously very good They've got some absentees as well So how are you feeling? Uh, where are the pre-match nerves? Are they kicking in yet with half an hour to go? 01419511025 uh, Stuart is on the line I'll get to him in just one second Let me quickly give you tonight's teaser A bit different Not really Scottish football themed tonight I'm good at You'll be hopeless at these um, Martin Burns has said Can you name the six managers Who've won an English Premier League game And a Champions League game Against Man United So can you name The six managers That have won An English Premier League game And a Champions League game Against Man United Guardiola Yes Fairly obvious one To start Mm -hmm. Well done Um, Klopp No 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 Sure What Did you say Klopp Um, Conte No Mourinho Yes Okay let's leave it there You're Making good headway So six managers who've won an English Premier League game And the Champions League game Against Manchester United You've got two of the six Now Stuart is on the line He's calling from Clyde Bank Stuart um, I know you've got something else on your mind First of all So we'll, we'll maybe talk the Rangers game uh, In a minute or two Since you are a Rangers fan But what was your main point tonight? Um, it was about Jack Henry I watched the game last night I was actually planning on watching the Bayern Munich game And I turned it out to see a wee bit of the thing When I watched the full game And I thought it was Absolutely outstanding Everything about his game, positional sense, knowing where to get in for a tackle, his distribution was outstanding. I think he wasted a pass, and it, it looked as if he strolled. It, it looks like he wasn't even sweating. He just, it, it was fantastic, absolutely outstanding. I think it, it goes well for Scotland. I think if his form that continues, he must be a first pick for Scotland. He was absolutely outstanding. Definitely. Does that? I mean, sure, you're a Rangers fan, so you wouldn't have been. Naturally wishing him too well When he was at Celtic But the, the the story Is that something you think You can buy into as well Does that make it all the more Impressive This is a guy who's surplus To requirements at Celtic And he's Had injury problems And been out in Australia And, and all sorts and, and now he's On that stage I, No honestly it was From the first minute To the last minute I watched the game last night It was absolutely Outstanding I don't want to put it wrong It was absolutely brilliant um, To play against I mean he must have been A nervous wreck Before the game the, doesn't matter what you say He's playing against Arguably the three best Front men in a team In the world And I thought uh, It was absolutely outstanding Yeah I mean Well listening to him He doesn't Doesn't strike you as the type That gets nervous Gordon He's very self-assured When he came on the phone Yeah um, You heard him saying about You know The, the game And how he, he Approached it Gordon He wasn't nervous He wasn't overawed By these superstars He knew what he was Coming up against I think the caller's right he's, The lad's grown in confidence Confidence is a lot in football He's now a big part of the Scotland setup. Uh, he's got that big money move uh, He's playing Champions League You heard him there Which is very important He's in a good place on and off the pitch And he f- sounds to me like he's really enjoying his football mm. just now Yeah um, I mean Mark Fair play to him Maybe this is why he is Playing Champions League football and I play beat the pundit in here with you two. But um, <laughs> to say, nah, you know what? They're they're just humans. They've got two arms and two legs. You know, mm. that, I want to belong on that stage. Fair enough, <laughs> and, and fair play to him. I yeah, I w- I would have forgiven him if he had said 
Yeah, it was a bit exciting playing against Lionel Messi. But it must have been inside. Yeah. Come on, he says it, not. It must have been. But look, he's obviously in a mindset that is. Oh, Celtic have scored. That's an interesting oh, end to Ralston the game Anthony Ralston with the header Does this one count? Yes, because they've had the ball in the net before So bet is four, Celtic three uh, With four minutes to go Interesting well, football, yeah. By the way Mark, Celtic have come back it. into it They have had some chances Yeah, 100% I think that Great was, delivery, David Turnbull, great header ten minutes they've, they've created chances And probably should have scored before now But you're right, good cross, good header Good goal But Jack Henry, he's in a mindset now It's, it's so strong, you can see that has got him to where he is And I'm delighted Because you don't often see A journey like his Getting to a club like Celtic You know Being surplus to requirements So Taking a different pathway And then going up again Shooting up On the international stage And playing against the best And Like he's saying that He's, he's looking to get even better I wonder where he thinks He can stop He's very confident Yeah if That's play, what came across If he plays in that league And he plays consistently In the Champions League You never know A bigger team in Europe Might take mm. a chance in him also I think the thing about him is, As Stuart mentions Gordon The attributes have actually Always been there He must be about mm-hmm. 6 foot 3 He's extremely quick right. He's quite comfortable on the ball He's physically commanding So um, Gary Caldwell Who is on this show Fairly often Before he got a job At Man City What about that We'll need to get on we need to get a word I've not seen yeah, this man, Hold on a minute He's Pep's new number two <laughs> No not quite I've, I've, I've over exaggerated that <clears throat> What's he doing at Man City? It's like player development officer yeah. Or something Like, like lo- one of those Kind of loan development type roles I What a, a gig for I him made a, wow. I made a call for Do you him think too. we'll ever see him again? I was going to say I take it He's not coming back <laughs> in here On a Wednesday night He keeps telling me He wants to come back on We're never seeing that guy no, again are never. we? Anyway He always talks about Signing Jack Henry for Wigan because he was blown away by the attributes But maybe the the maturity He said wasn't there at the time And um, maybe we're now, now seeing that I, I Yeah, I really liked him at Dundee, Gordon I really did um, Maybe the jump to Celtic was too quick Maybe he wasn't ready for it Yeah, wh- where is the truth in that, right? Because there's always great debate Was he not ready for it? Was he not good enough? Well, Was he not given an appropriate chance? Uh, maybe... Or was it not the right environment? I don't know. I you need to ask him, but I just know that he's some some people, some players, you know, take longer to get to a certain level. I think Jack Henry's one of them. I think he's went to a club, and they've, you know, he's made them feel very important as part of that setup, and he's he's taken that challenge on, and the lad's grown in confidence, and confidence mm. is a lot in football, and he's got his move. Then he got obviously into international scene. And he's been very good with Scotland. And you listen to him there, he's he's brimming with confidence. And there's nothing up with that. People will think that's a bit, you know, over the top. It's not. He, he backs himself. He's gone up against three world-class players last night. And he was backing himself to go and play against mm. them. No problem. Nothing up with that. I like, the, I like the sound of that. And Matt's right. If he keeps going, he's only, what, 26? He's still, still young. Stuart, do you think that is he becoming sort of nailed on for Scotland or close? If you if you consider Grant Hanley's actually suspended for the Israel game, so I don't know, maybe Jack Henry even goes into that middle position and a Scott McTominay comes back in or whatever. Is he now at that stage where you'd expect to see him more often than not for the national team? Definitely, and if he performs at that, I agree with Matt. I think you know if he's consistently good like that, he'll get another move to a bigger club in Bruges. I mean, it's probably jumping ahead of yourself, but it was it was absolutely outstanding. You know, for a young boy to do what he done last night was brilliant. Yeah, I think everyone's delighted for him. It's good when we can uh, 
just look at us and the other thing about this Mark um, and was, we could have had him on for an hour because he's clearly quite a deep thinker um, and something I did want to get round to and didn't quite get the time is that going abroad and, and doing it something that not enough of our players do how much should he be congratulated for that and yeah, how much does it prove that it can work for you? Of course, because when you look at the options he had when he left Celtic, he was probably presented with quite a few. Um, but he chose to test himself in a, a different league. I always think a, a young Scottish player, that's an incredibly brave thing to do because, like you say, Gordon, not a lot of people do it. We get it the opposite way. A lot of young foreigners come here and it works out for them. But for some reason, we don't export a lot of our players and they don't often exceed. And he's certainly... He's certainly changed that anyway I think If you manage to get to the Champions League And play against that PSG team You can say that you you have succeeded So good luck to him I hope he continues to play on that side And I hope he continues to improve Because it's it's great for Scotland The more players we have playing the biggest stage The best Three minutes added on in Seville One of them is gone though So Celtic have got two minutes to find an equaliser Gordon there might just be one chance left in this So we'll keep an eye on it um, Stuart with your Rangers hat on What are you expecting for uh, Hoping for or expecting tonight? Um, I'm hoping for Obviously hoping to get a result My concern is Lundstrom I know, I know he's a good player But The last game at St. Arthur Was it the European game at St. Arthur? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just it, it makes me a bit nervous you know, for he's a, he's a hard tackler, he's a hard player, and, and he's always going to be getting a booking here and there. But just on the, on these European side, you don't know what the referees are like as well. They can be kind of, you know, clamping right away. And if he gets in with a, a, a tackle right away, and you know what these teams are like sometimes rolling about in the ground and refs are they're taking in a bit and they issue a booking. That, that's the, that's my only concern. The rest of the team absolutely fine, right? But just just learn some a wee bit. Ah, Celtic will feel hard done by Mark There's a throwing into the box It's like a last chance to go and get something Now Yeti just looks like he's just pinning the defender As mm. strikers do And the ref's giving a free kick the other way So that'll probably be that Yeah In fact, if, if anything Oh, come on I mean, the defender's leaning wow. over him That's a very poor decision, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is Because I don't see anything wrong with what a Yeti's doing The defender, if anything's a so, wee bit over-eager wow. To get in there, so This um, point Stuart talking about Lundstrom Surprised that he starts Mark Do you share his surprise? Yes uh, I do I think Lundstrom Like I was one of the ones on this show When I seen him sign uh, I thought he'd be A very good signing for Rangers From the off Now he may take a bit of time to get going But I think Rangers fans have Have seen a bit of him And been pretty unimpressed With what he's produced so far So to be pitched in a game of this size Against this quality opposition uh, Yeah I was surprised But we touched on it I think it was more, That's more a tactical uh, You know Decision from Steven Gerrard And time will tell If it works There goes Celtic's last chance It's just a high floaty ball From James McCarthy The keeper's always Going to be able to come And take it And he does And that will run down The clock uh, Pretty much finished there um, Other than that though Stuart it's a, it's a fairly strong team Isn't it There's been a lot of Debate because they thought Conor Goldson might be out, but he's back. You must be delighted to see a bit more of a familiarity in the back four. Definitely, I, I'm happy with the rest of the team, and I'm not saying that Lundstrom's a bad player, but I'm, it's just he might be lacking a wee bit of confidence with what's happened to him because he's not exactly set there on fire. So that, that that really is my only concern. Mm. I'd like to see the, the front three up for it tonight as well. I feel Morelos has done well without looking too sharp in front of goal. You know, I'd like to see him get a goal and maybe. 
you know, that'll kind of kick start yeah. season, you know, so. Yeah, he does tend to have a, well, he's got a great return in European football, so we'll wait and see. Thank you, Stuart. It was nice to talk to you. 01419511025. Celtic fans, what do you make of that full time in Seville? Alison Conroy has the story. Yeah, full time in Seville. Real Betis 4, Celtic 3. It was a blistering start by Celtic, but it ends in defeat in their opening game in the Europa League group stage for this season. It was Albion Ayeti who put Celtic in front, bundling the ball in from Yota's cross. The goal stood after a VAR check. Soro then set up Ayeti for another one, but his shot was saved. And then David Turnbull's shot was deflected wide. Carter Vickers headed just over the bar from the resultant corner before Josip Juranovic fired into the top corner from the penalty spot to make it 2-0 after Albion Ayeti was brought down by the Real Betis keeper. But soon after, Miranda pulled Real Betis back into it with an easy finish before Yumani made it 2-2 before the break, equalising as Celtic were caught out again into the second half and it was Real Betis who were on the front foot. Iglesias made it 3-2, putting the ball in from across with Soro caught napping before Yunami grabbed his second of the night with a shot in off the post. Celtic then did grow back into the game. Albina Yeti had the ball in the net but the flag was up and Tom Rogic's volley was saved. Anthony Ralston did pull another one back from for Celtic just before full time heading in from David Turnbull's cross but it was too, late, too little, too late for Celtic and it ends in defeat in Seville. Full time Real Betis 4 Celtic 3. So Celtic fans what did you make of that? It was breathless stuff, a 7 goal thriller but you're on the wrong end of it some great stuff going forward at times but ultimately conceded four and it's defeat on match day one of the Europa League group stages the only thing that's good about a 5.45 kickoff is there's still 20 minutes for you to get in touch with the show and tell us what you made of the game so pick up the phone right now 01419511025 and give us your thoughts you two have a bit of work to do on this teaser quickly six managers have won an English Premier League game and the Champions League game against Man United you've got Guardiola and Mourinho Mancini? No uh, Benitez? No uh, Pellegrini? No Ancelotti? Mm, yes we'll get the other three and Celtic fans will get your post-match <laughs> reaction and we'll go back to Ibrox next as well Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Dieller here into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Martin Burns asked your question tonight. Six managers have won an English Premier League game and the Champions League game against Man United. You've got Ancelotti, Guardiola and Mourinho. Villas Boas? No. Tuchel? Hopeless. Tom no. Scalari? Terrible. Oh, good. Um, Christian Gross? Rubbish. <laughs> I remembered his first name. Eh. Uh, have we missed an obvious ones here? Nah, not really. <laughs> See, I knew I'd do what I said to you, didn't I? Many of you still got two. Three. You're only Three. 50% of the way there yet. Oh, we're struggling now. That's big time. Do Give us a wee clue just to get Just one, going. yeah. One of them's Scottish. Can't give you a bigger clue than that. Oh! Gordon Strachan! <laughs> Gordon Strachan! <laughs> oh, Gordon Strachan, oh. well done. How did I get that? Did you play? And uh, the one nil, I was on the bench. The one nil, one. There we go. And obviously, we'd have done it. I don't know, Coventry or something as the manager of Southampton down there. I can't remember. Yeah. There's one, maybe both. <laughs> You're hopeless. That's awful from us. Yeah. Right, the other two we're never getting, are we? Um, one of them absolutely no chance. Right. And the other one maybe. Gives you a wee clue. Although, in a weird roundabout way, there is a reason that you should get the difficult one. 
That's the worst clue I've ever given. But she managed in Scotland or played uh, in Scotland. No, no, it's not that. No, he's something to do with mm. Molson knows him. Um, something to do with what? You know him. I know him. Yeah. Uh, no, no, he doesn't. Not, not to my knowledge, anyway. Uh, right, let's bring in Lee, who's a Celtic fan from Uddingston. What did you make of the game tonight, Lee? Oh, it was frustrating. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Oh, it was frustrating. And I think it's one of those things that it, you know, has to be expected with Celtic this season. But you're not going to be brilliant and you know going forward. But then just ten, fifteen minutes of absolute chaos, and you know the game flips on its head. And it's just that I'm phoning with regards to like one or two players that I think really need to kind of step up and really showcase that, you know, really take the game with the scuff of the neck. And one of those players is David Turnbull. I don't think, I think against every other team outside the old firm and, and the SPL, he's the best player on the park. You can see his ability. But against Rangers and against teams who don't give you that time, who don't, don't like, not give you any respect, so to speak, pressure has faster, think faster. You know, I just think David Turnbull really needs to be show that ability to help Celtic out of that 10, 15 minutes when we were, you know, backs against the wall and we needed that player like David Turnbull to take the game to the neck and really show his class. I just thought, I wonder what the panel think about... Did he, just, just quickly, Lee, did he not pretty much make all three of Celtic's goals tonight? I know, I get it, the, like the ball through to Jota, I, I do get it. And, and for the penalty and then it was, the, it was his cross for Ralston's goal. Yeah, yeah, look, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm not saying, I think he's great. I just want him to show more. I want him to show his potential. I want him to, like, you know, that way he plays against, like, Hearts or Hibs and he's, he's, you know, he's a thing and a half out of ten, like, performance. But I just don't think he, like, under pressure, he kind of hides away. But obviously he's got that ability and he's got that kind of moment of class that can obviously can show, just like Rogic and obviously other Celtic players that can do that. But I just wonder what the panel thinks. Yeah, you Mark. Tonight, I were chatting tonight. I thought David Turnbull was was good tonight. I mean, three assists. I, mean, I it's, thought it's, it's he, not three assists because one was a penalty no, and yeah, one was it was his pass to Jota. No, play, played his part in three yeah. goals. Um, but even at that, I thought he was he was pretty good in possession. Like I get what he's saying. He wants more from him. Of course, everybody wants more from the playmaker. But yeah, against Rangers, I thought he he kind of. Flirted in and out the game And I get that Celtic supporters Will see him control games And scored the hat trick Not so long ago And they want that In those games But Those games are incredibly difficult And frantic Maybe it will come Remember he's He's just relatively mm. new To that fixture But I thought tonight On the European stage At, at a difficult venue I thought it was good tonight It's got to be a team effort Gordon mm. um, But I, on a game like tonight If you're if you're a sort of Creative midfielder Not necessarily just David Turnbull Any one of that ilk You probably feel like You've done your job tonight Because you well, you, you played a massive role In setting up three of the goals Now Clearly going back the way Is, is never going to be as, as Absolute 40 The Celtic Need to then Make sure that The rest of the midfield Is, is better at that Or, or what, what do you make Of Lee's assessment Yeah it's got to be A, a team filling in For each other Gone. I thought Turnbull was uh, Played very well tonight, and you can't do more than obviously what you uh, setting up goals and I set up four rather yeah. than three though. Well, I, I, it's a big ask to be honest with you. I think five. I think where I'd be disappointed tonight is you go away from home, you score three goals, and you still come away with nothing. That's where I would be more disappointed than worrying about David Turnbull stepping up. I think David Turnbull's a wonderful player. I thought he played well enough tonight. I just didn't think at times when it was needed, Celtic defended well enough. I mean, the strength of the opposition, Lee, 
was always going to make this difficult And then all the problems Celtic had with absentees How, how do you feel about In a weird way I'd imagine you're disappointed Yet it was still better than expected Is that is that fair? <laughs> yeah, that is fair But listen, like, guys, you're absolutely right I appreciate your feedback I just think sometimes Turnbull Takes just sometimes too many touches And I just think obviously, I think I think he's going to be Absolutely right, Mark I think that, that can come from him I think he's going to go on and do amazing things I'm just thinking you know, as Celtic, as like you want your big game players to step up in the big games, but no, um, you're absolutely right. It was frustrating. You know, you score three, you lose the game, but and and the manner how we lost the goals. As a Celtic fan, you kind of say, well, under last year, would we have got that? Would it have been worse? Would it have been? You know, it's it's hard. It's a catch twenty two. You don't want to lose four goals, but at the same time, you know, you think to yourself, it's just until it is, we're spoiled. We're spoiled Celtic fans from all the years of success, and you just think to yourself, you know, everybody can just. Give us just that little bit more and get a little yeah. bit of luck, but yeah. it's the inches, it's the inches in these games, and unfortunately enough, it just wasn't good enough. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's a weird one, Gordon. It would probably depend on what type of person you are, because clearly the same fragilities are there. Celtic mm. are going to, they've conceded four goals And they don't really look like they they can keep the back door shut against good opposition. They they don't at the moment, but at the same time, Adam Montgomery had to play tonight, and Albina Yeti had to lead the line. And Ismaila Soro had to start the game And then James McCarthy had to come on And they're they're, made, they're undercooked as a squad Look at the bench tonight The bench must be And I hope this isn't disrespectful to the guys that are on it But for a group stage game in Europe That must be the weakest bench Celtic have had in, in, in recent memory So on, on one hand they did alright they, they did mm-hmm. well, they've scored three goals They've played well, they nearly got something Maybe even on another night could have got something but the same fragilities exist so Yeah How do you uh, balance all that out? I'd, well under a new manager There's a work in progress just now um, You know there's new players in there At centre back The centre back partnership Try to get to know each other um, Yes they had one or two injuries But you've got to take the positives And the fact that They got off to a terrific start Two, They were 2-0 up And should have probably went three But we're standing watching the game And at no point did I ever think that they could do a job and keep a clean sheet. Are no. absolutely no point of the game. But then, can you concede one or two rather than four, and that's the next step? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where the concentration levels, and it's when they concede them, Gordon. Because the minute that Celtic scored, the first thing I said was, "Now the next ten minutes is the most important of the game. Do not concede." They conceded two within two minutes, each other. So it was it was poor in that fact. As a manager and you go away from home, a difficult game, and it was a difficult game, the circumstances, you score three goals, he, mm. he'll he be sitting that flight tonight thinking, I sco- we scored three goals here t- uh, tonight and still come away with nothing. I'll tell you what, from pure entertainment value, it was brilliant. It was a brilliant yeah, game. I'm yeah. not sure if, if Lee, if Ange Postacoglu, if Celtic fans feel that way, um, but, but to us who can just stand and watch it and enjoy it Now Michael and Cambus Lang And Gary and Ibrooks, Both Celtic fans You're both phoning right now It's it's too late We've got like a minute left And I don't want to waste your time But please call us back Six o'clock tomorrow And we'd be delighted To talk to you Then Final words on Rangers then How do you think that one's going to go? I've um, Very interesting team selection I like the fact Barris is just in He's my favourite left back Lundstrom that was the one that surprised me I thought Ruth would have started I still think Rangers Can get something tonight I think Rangers supporters Be happy maybe with a draw I think they can go one better Gordon I'm going to stick my neck out here And say that Rangers can Get a result tonight and win 
I'm going to go the opposite way I think Leon are a top side I'll feel like a Champions League night I think Leon will nick it by the odd goal Europa League updates with scrappercarscotland.com Get paid and arrange a free pickup of your old car Right, the first game was an absolute cracker Let's see if the second one can follow suit Although I'm sure Rangers fans would settle for a dull 1-0 victory And no doubt about that one Before we go tonight, can you name the remaining two managers Who have beaten Man United in an English Premier League and a Champions League game? No, we're struggling As much as we'd love to see yes Koeman. we can Yes oh, No way Ronald Koeman Well done Ronald Koeman, <laughs> well done What about the last one, quick? Give us a clue quick Why am I asking this question tonight? That's no idea has got to think Why tonight? Why tonight? Uh, there's a, t- a manager No There's a manager somewhere Yes There's a manager somewhere Have Man United played in the Champions League this oh, against, week? Against Yep Young boys Oh it was the It was the Watford or the Hull or the He uh, was the He was the Oh Shares a surname with a well known X Factor character From various Arthur, James Arthur. Big guy, long hair, does those videos if you pay him 50 quid. Oh, Robert Wagner. David Wagner. Who's Robert? David Wagner. There we go. Thank you. Right, we're about to kick off at Ibrook, so we'll look back on that and an action packed game in Seville all tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. Hugh Keevans and Scotland and Motherwell defender Stephen O'Donnell on the show tomorrow. So make sure you join us. Callum Gallagher is up next.